This podcast is sponsored by New Hampshire Vape Gallery, NaturalBossNH.com, and SlowdownClothing.BigCartel.com. More on that later. Let's get into episode 55 of Talking with Topher. What is happening, TWT fans? It is so good to be back. I'm so excited for this fantastic episode I have planned for all of you. But first, I want to start out by saying thank you for subscribing, watching, liking, commenting. All of that is greatly appreciated. And I can't thank you guys enough for continuing to follow along with me. If you are new to the podcast, remember to subscribe. Click those like buttons, set those alarms so you know as soon as all the new episodes are uploaded, and remember to rate and review the podcast. It's very important, and it helps push this thing to the top, whatever that means. Um, the official email of the podcast is T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. You or someone you know has a story that needs to be heard, Send it on over to the email. Maybe you just want to get a conversation started. Maybe you want some advice because you just quit drinking and you're not sure how to attack it. Send that and all of your questions over to the official email of the podcast, T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. And of course, you can always follow me on social media. That's right. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Again, that is Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. So now that we've gotten that all out of the way, it is Monday afternoon around 4.30 p.m. It is April 19th, 2021, and I am excited to be here with all of you uh, doing this once again. It is one of my favorite things to do, and I'm going to tear down a little bit of a fourth wall here. I have been having the hardest time recording my ads lately. I have got to figure something out. Now, somebody out there is probably pretty smart, and they're just thinking, well, if you have trouble recording your, your commercials, maybe you should write your commercials out so that you can just read from it. And I agree with you. I just can't seem to make the time to get these things done because I feel like when I write this stuff down, it takes me even longer and I don't feel as connected with the camera because I'm not remembering what I'm writing down. I'm just writing it down and then I'm doing this. And as you can see, I'm just reading. Reading, 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 reading. So, very annoying. I have been very frustrated with myself for a couple moments this, uh, this afternoon. Um, I've been up here since 3 o'clock, and now it's 4.30, and I just finished three ads. And I am just beside myself. I don't know if it's just today. Uh, maybe it's the fact that I'm uploading the 420 episode, and I kind of got a little lazy. But then I realized I need to keep doing this. Uh, even if I have a bonus episode, otherwise it's not a bonus episode. It's just a weekly episode, right? So I got a lot of things going on in my brain. I'm trying to put this all together 
and I wanted to tear down that wall. I was feeling, I am feeling a little frustrated right now, and I know that's okay, and I know you probably didn't know that, but you know what makes me feel better? Talking about it, getting that feeling out of my way, because I feel like I'm going to have a better flow on the podcast once I get the crap out of my way. And I've also thought about doing my ads after the podcast. I've noticed that a lot of people doing podcasts do ads secondary. They don't do them before they do the podcast. They do the podcast and get the good shit out of the way first. And I'm doing the opposite. And I've been doing the opposite since I started this because I was always like, well, the ads are work. Doing the podcast is not work. You know what I mean? Like, it's work to make an ad. I have to get certain things right. I can't go off script so much, even though I have no script. But I just, I feel better doing the podcast after the ads are done. But lately, I've been feeling horrible once I start doing the podcast because it took me so long to get my ads done. Now you're like, well, if you're doing ads, aren't they sending you reads? No, no. My sponsors have left it all up to me where I'm not a very, like, I mean, I'm creative, right? I have an artistic side, not an autistic, artistic side to myself. I used to be an artist when I was younger. I love drawing. I love computer uh, uh, commercial art, stuff like that. I was really into that. But when I have to say words and put them together and have things make sense, I'm not so good at that. I've been getting better at it the more I practice it, but I haven't found one ad that I've done over and over and over again that I really enjoyed. So now I think I'm going to actually have to put some, you know, they used to say lead to paper because before, I guess, uh, when we were young, our pencils were actually made out of lead, believe it or not. Like, we weren't allowed, like, if if you stabbed another kid with a pencil when you were young, you would actually give him lead poisoning and kill him. So, um, I think the saying was they used to put lead to paper, Um because of that reason and then I think I was in first or second grade and they finally changed everything over to graphite which was less dangerous so kids could stab each other with pencils again hooray uh but no that's not true but no the the lead part's true I'm hoping that the stabbing of the I'm hoping that didn't happen as often after it you know went to graphite I guess you know it used to happen in the school I went to uh, when I was in elementary school. So I know that st- type of stuff does and doesn't happen in certain places these days, but it used to happen when I was a kid. So there we go. But that's what I've been dealing with for the last hour and a half is just my own nitpicking, my own wanting it to be as perfect as I can get it, I guess. You know, a lot of people would watch this and be like, this is not a perfect podcast at all. You're all over the place. You run around in circles when you speak, and uh, your ads are mediocre. I feel like that was that's a fair rating, and that's fine. I just keep working harder at it. But I wanted to tear down that fourth wall for you. So you could kind of see where I'm where I'm coming from in case uh, you know you notice a uh, little hostility. 
Now, I don't know if it's hostility, but a little, maybe a little anger in the voice, you know. I, I, I was frustrated, and now I'm starting to feel better. And now that I got that out of my way, I feel even better. So that brings me to this weekend. This weekend was really interesting because Friday they lifted the ma- mask mandate. And I had some customers come in the store and... You know, they were like, I thought I didn't have to wear a mask. And, of course, you know, uh, at the time, I didn't really know what to say, but I told everybody it makes me feel more comfortable if you're wearing a mask. And um, so a couple people left the store. They were very unhappy, and that's fine. They can be unhappy. I mean, it's only a 10 by 10 store anyways. So there's no real way to social distance, and I'll get back to that in a moment. But... Saturday, same thing. Most of the people that I asked to put masks on, um, not a problem. They put their mask on, and they did their shopping, and then they left. Some of us, obviously, are not going to have an issue with this, and others will because, you know, their their rights are being ripped away from them somehow by putting on a fucking mask. I don't understand it. No rights are being ripped away from you by putting on a mask. Um, But here's the thing, right? So that's what happened Friday and Saturday. They lift the mandate. I have a couple snotty customers that don't want to not wear their mask. Um, And that's fine. They don't want to wear the mask. I get it. Nobody wants to wear the mask anymore. Nobody. But then Sunday, I go to my parent. uh, I go to my grandmother's. Right. So now I'm in Massachusetts. We're doing um my grandmother's birthday she just turned 94 so good for you ma this is great um you know this is also uh the woman we had a pretty heavily scare with um with the hallucinating and then finding out it was just her medication and you know when they're when they're 94 and they're hallucinating it's usually not uh, a good thing you know it's kind of scary actually but luckily it was just medication she's looking good she's feeling healthy and we've gotten past that so we're sitting there talking and having a good time whatever and my mom starts talking about you know vaccines so um, everybody's getting vaccinated and then my mom turned to me and asked me if I was getting vaccinated now in the beginning I thought about getting vaccinated and then I thought about getting the Johnson and Johnson and then I kind of wanted to go for Moderna or Pfizer. So I, I've been on the fence since this thing came out. I'm also in the age bracket where if I get it, I'm not really worried about it. I'm a healthy person. I'll probably just get the sniffles and move the fuck on. That's how I feel about COVID now. I don't feel afraid of it. I feel Like, if I get it, it's just going to be an inconvenience for me for a little bit. Now, is that 100% true? No, but that's what I tell myself. So, I say these things, and I'm like, no, I don't think so. I'm not sure. I'm kind of watching. And that's when she looked at me, and she goes, well, we're vaccinated. And she's pointing to her and my father, and I go, yeah. And she goes, and your grandmother's vaccinated, and your brother-in-law's vaccinated. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. I'm just kind of watching. I'm watching. You guys are getting vaccinated. They're having complications with vaccines. Um, and I'm just, I'm sitting back and I'm watching. 
I figure if I still wear my mask, I still wash my hands, and I still do everything I was doing a year ago, still to this day, if I do it, I shouldn't get COVID. Now, I haven't gotten COVID yet. All right, I'm knocking on wood. I haven't gotten COVID yet, which is a great thing in my eyes. I'm glad I haven't gotten it yet. But I could also still get it. And then it's like, well, if I get the vaccine, will I not get it? And I don't know if these things are true. All right. This is the one thing that I keep repeating over and over and over again is that we don't know. All right. A year ago, we thought this virus was going to eliminate almost all of us. A year later, we find out that no, it's only going to kill specifics, right? So how can you tell me that a vaccine that was developed, let's just even say December, it is April. So you've only got... No, hold on. You don't even have four months of data because, I mean, we I can't get into it because I didn't look this stuff up. But what I'm saying is we don't have a lot of data on this, right? So now there's people that are 100% vaccinated catching COVID, not from the shot. They're literally catching it weeks after they have been immunized immunized something like that so those things are happening then you have the johnson and johnson clots right now yes only six people certain birth controls certain uh uh, um, underlining clotting issues So now they're thinking about re-releasing that this Friday, right? Which will be a day after this podcast comes out. But they're going to be re-releasing it with warnings. Like if you take this medication or if you have uh, high susceptible to blood clots, you're going to have to read things now. And this is what I was waiting for because this isn't over even if this even if all of these vaccines were tested amongst 80,000 people okay let's just put that out there let's for fun right just for fun i don't know if that's true i feel like they're field tests if that's what they call them i believe they said they tested 80,000 people before they started distributing this Now, we're trying to get everybody in the U.S. vaccinated. Well, that's well over 350 million. Yeah, right? Million people. So if you got 350 million and you only tested these things on 80,000 people, let's just say per per shot things are going to happen things that didn't happen in those studies will occur like people being breakthroughs is what they're calling them 
I don't think they're breakthroughs. And this is going to be my stupid brain trying to make sense of all this mess. So don't take it as fact. This is just where my brain goes. My brain says, wait a minute. We're trying to distribute something to everybody. There's three different ones. How many people are going to react this way to this one, this way to this one, and then this way to this one? We don't know because we only tested 80,000 people, right? And I'm not saying 80,000 people total. I'm talking, I'm hoping Pfizer did 80,000 and then Moderna did 80,000 and Johnson & Johnson tested it on 80,000 people. So that's actually 240,000 people with three different injections, right? But if the Johnson & Johnson causes blood clots in specific people, then who's to say the Moderna doesn't work on specific people? And who's to say that the Pfizer doesn't work on specific people? So I think... After six months to a year of people getting the vaccine, we will have more data on that. I believe there's going to be a point in time where they're going to have a checklist for you. And depending on what boxes you check will depend on whether or not what vaccine you get. Because we're going to find out that everything doesn't work. It's just like diets. It's just like everything. Everything on this planet. Supplements, diets, shoes. Nothing fits the same person. Nothing fits one person and then works on the other person right next to them. It doesn't work. I have friends that have trouble with food, trouble with losing weight. I don't have that problem. I have trouble putting weight on. I have problems ingesting enough food to actually sustain some weight. So nobody is the same. So why do we always assume that everything's going to work the same for everybody? Now, am I glad that there's three different ones to choose from? Absolutely, 100%, yes. I think it's great that we have options. Um, But I also think that it's going to be options for specific people. So, you know, I'm not saying that I'm anti-vaccine. I am not anti-vaccine, but what I'm saying is, is I do not believe that we have enough data to figure this out yet. So I'm sitting back and I'm watching. Now, I know there's more people out there like myself who don't want to get involved in this right now because we're waiting to see if there's going to be some crazy shit show. I'm not afraid of nanobots. I don't care about baby fetuses. I don't care about any of that shit. I just want to get the best vaccine that's going to work for me. Like I said a couple weeks ago, how do I know 
that the one that I go and get that I have no choice of picking is going to be the one that's going to work for me. Just because you inject it into my body doesn't mean it works. I don't believe that. I believe that these things are going to be for specific people is my basic breakdown of this. Now, I could be wrong. I could be way off. And I get that. I understand. But these are my thoughts and my opinions. And that's how they should be taken. They shouldn't be taken as fact. But I think we need to ask these questions. You know, I've been doing a lot of looking into these uh, vaccines. And I have not seen anything that makes me... Just be like, okay, yeah, I'm doing it. I mean, Pfizer just said that you're going to have to get a third shot. And my mom looks at me and she goes, yeah, but that's not for 12 months. I go, okay, but you still have to get another one. She goes, yeah, you're going to have to get one every year. And I'm like, well, wait a minute here. You're going to have to get it every year? And she's like, yeah, it'll just be like the flu shot. And I'm like, well, I don't get the flu shot. I'm one of those people where if I go into the doctors and the doctor's like, hey, you don't have your flu shot. It's September. Do you want your flu shot? I might look at him and be like, hmm, yeah. Yeah, I do want my flu shot. Why not? I'm here. But then I got my physical like uh, three, four weeks ago. And they, my doctor looked at me and he goes, oh, well, you didn't, you didn't get your flu shot this year, but flu season's over, so we can just skip that. And I'm like, oh, okay, then I'll skip the flu shot. So I, I kind of, mine's kind of hit or miss. If I'm not, if I'm not at the doctors at the time to get a flu shot, then I don't get the flu shot. Now, here's where my question came in for my mom and my dad. We know, we know for a fact that the flu is highly contagious. It's very deadly to children. But we're going to vaccinate the kids for COVID. Now, is that to protect the adults? Because all I've heard about COVID and kids is kids make it through COVID. But they can spread it to the adults. So then I asked my mom and my sister, because my sister's got kids that are going back to school, so they're getting vaccinated, they're getting their shots, they're getting everything that they need to go back to school Do you think a requirement on there was the flu shot? No. So a disease or a virus, I should say, I guess that is a disease, right? A virus is a disease, right? I don't know. Fuck it. That's what I'm saying. That doesn't hurt the kids. We're going to vaccinate them so they can go back to school. But we're not going to vaccinate them for the flu, which can kill them. 
But then, of course, they have to have all of the other shots that you need in order to go into school. So I was so confused. I'm like, why are they not getting flu shots? Shouldn't we also take this opportunity to try and cut back on the flu? Why is it that the flu was so deadly, right? And we were all so, like, the kids would get sick, flu would run rampant, people would die from it. We never made the kids vaccinate for school for the flu, which has made no sense to me. I would think that in order for you to go to school, you should have a flu shot since it's so highly contagious. But they're saying now because of COVID, the flu has dropped way down. And that is fine. That's great. But it's not gone. And if they're... And if all the kids are vaccinated for COVID, well, what's the chances of catching flu? And then we got flu and COVID, which have similar things going on. And then we don't know. You know what I mean? I just feel like it turns into a giant mess. And I'm like, I don't get this. Why are they not getting their flu Shots, And then I asked myself, why don't I get my flu shot? Well, I'm not in school, so it doesn't matter. I also don't have kids, so I don't really worry about the flu. But if you have kids, don't you think that you would rather have them go to school immunized for flu and COVID? That way, neither one of those things comes back to your house and gets you sick in your own, you know what I mean? I'm just, I'm thinking that even though we are moving in the right direction with the vaccinations and everything else, we're always just missing a small piece of protection that we could take, but we're like, oh, that's not important because we know how to deal with the flu. Yeah, but people still die from it. And it's highly contagious and dangerous for kids. So, is what I'm saying making any sense or am I just rambling into a mic with no one on the other side to stop me from speaking? I feel like I'm a little bit of both, right? Just a little bit of both. So that really bothered me <clears throat> and I was talking to them about that and then um, we were, we, I started showing my grandmother some pictures of the house. She hasn't been up here in years. And it was so funny because I was like, oh, did you see this? We painted the house. And she's like, yeah, I saw that. And I started showing it to her and she was like, yo, where are your solar panels? And I'm like, wait a minute. If you're asking me if you, to see the solar panels on my house, then you've never seen my house painted because the house got painted way after I got solar panels on this thing. And then I looked at my mom and I go, has she been there? Am I, am I missing? Am I tripping? And she goes, no, she's never been there. Like, she's just saying she's been there. She's saying she remembers because she wants to remember, but she doesn't. And I was like, oh, okay, good. Whew, I thought I was losing my mind. And then I got to show her the upstairs and I took some videos because even if she was to come up and see the house, she 
can't walk upstairs, so she isn't capable of just walking around the whole house and checking it out. So besides the basement, which nobody needs to see, you know, I basically took her through a small tour of the house, um, you know, since it's been updated like three or four times since she's been last here. I think she was here five or six years ago. Um, so that made that really fun. It was really nice to see her. It was the first time I've seen her since my wife has been sick. We made multiple plans to go down there, but unfortunately that kept backtracking us. But now she's back to work. She's feeling healthy. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing because you know how it is when you start feeling healthy, you start letting your guard down, especially in her shoes being sick for three months. Um, you know, she let her guard down a little bit and I got a little, uh, I got, I get scared, right? Because even though you're feeling healthy and things are going back to normal, your breathing's getting good, everything's getting good, you don't, and we're all guilty of this, I'm guilty of it, she's definitely guilty of it, but you don't want to push yourself too far. You don't want to get too comfortable. You still need to kind of back off and let things heal. I mean, she's still using a steroid inhaler. So I'm like, fuck, man, you got to take it easy. You're, you're just pushing yourself too hard. We got another two months before you get your final scan that tells you you are A-OK. So let's just pump the brakes a little bit. Take it a little slower, and once you've been scanned, I will leave you alone, right? I just need her to stick with this longer than the four weeks that she's already been sticking with it, and she's like, I feel better. I'm like, you need to friggin' use your inhaler. We're getting you another inhaler, and no, not until the doctor clears you. You got two more months, so hold tight, do what you have to, and take it easy. Stubborn as a mule sometimes. And I, this isn't just her, this is all of us. I mean, when I get sick and I start feeling better, I start pushing through that as well. You know, it's it's super annoying and and, and it's super hard to be sick when you have stuff you need to get done. So luckily, she's feeling good, she's back to work, and because of all that, we got to go see my grandmother on her birthday, and then we got into all that discussion, and it was just a really, really fun day. Um, it was a beautiful weather outside, it got a little cloudy, we saw a little bit of rain, and then the sun came out, and it was just a beautiful day. The, nie the, the nieces are running around, uh... You know, my, my the, the older nephew and um, uh, my other niece were there, and my niece just had a baby. I'm like, this is crazy. So I'm like a great uncle or something. My, my sister turned into a grandmother. I mean, it's wild when that happens. You don't, like, I was like, holy crap, I'm a, I'm a great uncle. That's so weird, you know? And my sister looks at me and she goes, I'm a grandmother now. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I don't, <laughs> that's, that's too bad. I'm sorry, grandma. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you like, as you get older and you just, 
you see the kids growing and then the the dynamic changes when the kids start having kids now of course she's uh like mm, 21 22 i think which isn't too bad you know it's not too bad um but it just changes everything it changes the whole dynamic and what what a cute cute little bundle of joy she is so I was super excited, man. I just, I can't get over seeing everybody, being able to hang out, feeling comfortable. I'm like, if you guys are vaccinated, then I don't really have too much to worry about. You know, I try not to worry myself too much around my immediate family. You know, everybody says that we're all watching what we're supposed to be doing. And as long as we're doing that, I think we're all just going to be fine anyways. So but that was my whole thing on the vaccinations, the whole thing on um, the way this is going down. And I get it. We, we're probably going to have to get vaccinated to travel. But this isn't new either. So if you go, if you're from another country and you want to come into America, you have to get that piece of paper, right? And you have to get all of the shots, I think it's like seven of them, in order to even come into the country with a work visa, you have to get shots. You know, all the basic ones that we have to get when we're kids, those people have to get before they come in on a work visa, and then they have that card that shows that they've been vaccinated for those specific things, and they have to keep that on them. This is not a new thing. This is old. It's really, really old. They've been doing it for a long time. Um, for malaria, for all kinds of shit. You go to a different country and they're like, hey, we have this disease here. You have to get this shot. Now that shot has to be notated on that document that you have to carry around with you in that country. So this is not new it's old. I thought it was new, too. I had to find out it was old. But you want to know why I thought it was new? And I don't know if this goes for everybody, but it's because I don't travel anywhere. And if I do travel to somewhere, I'm staying within the United States. I only traveled once out of the country, and it was on my honeymoon to Cancun. And guess what? There's nothing different really over there than over here, so there was no reason for me to have a, a, a card to show what shots I've had. So there was no need for me to have that specific information. So I didn't know about this. So when they start saying that in order for you to travel, you have to be vaccinated for COVID-19, and then you have to carry around this card around, I was baffled i'm like what the hell is this so now we're all gonna have to wear it we're gonna have to do this and carry it around and show people i don't even travel and i was bitching about it and then i found out that it's old and i was like oh oh i'm just uh i'm just as well i guess i i, I was blind i was dumb i was not knowledgeable in what i was talking about so I'm glad I didn't bring any of that up on here 
you know, beforehand, because I wanted to talk about it, and I forgot it, and then I looked into it, and I found out that it's old. And you have to do this in order to travel to many countries that have other diseases. You have to get your shots before you go into the country. So it's no different than anything else. It's the same thing. It's the same card. It's been around a long time. If you internationally travel, you already knew this. And that's cool. I'm glad you already knew that. I did not. I travel, you know, within the United States. And besides that one time that I went to Mexico and I didn't know this existed. So for... People out there who were thinking the same way I was thinking a couple weeks ago. Don't worry about it. This is old. It's old, and if it's what they want, and you want to travel, well, you'll do it because you won't be traveling if you don't. So, you know, don't get too upset. Like I said, all of this stuff is going to take a long time for us to get used to, for us to... Uh, 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 just finally kind of give in a little bit. And I'm not saying that, like, I want to give in. I'm just saying, like, you have to give a little, right, in order to make any uh, 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 distance. You got to give a little. So do what you have to do to get through this because I do believe that one day we will all learn how to live with this because it's not going away we're not going to eradicate it but i do believe we are going to figure it out we're gonna figure out the vaccinations they're gonna get better they're gonna get more precise just like our flu vaccines and when that time comes i might feel more comfortable getting vaccinated if i haven't already caught covid by then because you just don't know. And um, yeah, we're just going to learn to live with this thing. And and I'm actually putting it right now. April 19th, 2021. I think my 2022 prediction was off. I wasn't anticipating the vaccines and the little bit of knowledge that we have on how it's going to interact with, uh, you know, the entire population of the world. And um, so I think my prediction for 2022 will be a little off. You know, we've got a lot of stuff that's not going to hit us for quite some time. Um you know, I don't think we're going to be without these masks for quite some time. I don't think the vaccines are going to work as quickly as everybody wants them to. So we're going to have to learn how to deal with that. And that's going to take time. Then we have to um, find once the vaccines fully work and maybe we figured out who do, who needs what. And we, we get the, the, the proper vaccine to the proper type of person. Um, then maybe then we will be able to live uh, with this virus. But everybody's got to get the vaccine first, and then we need the data from everybody 
to figure out what we need to do to tweak the vaccines or distribute them to the proper people. Because if, you know, we get people that uh, get one um, and then they catch COVID, but they were fully vaccinated, well, maybe they needed the other one. Are you sick and tired of vape shops not having what you need? The person behind the counter not knowing what they're talking about when you're asking all the important questions to you, well, get on down or come on up, depending on where you're located, to New Hampshire Vape Gallery in Seabrook, New Hampshire. That's right. We are the number one vape shop in New Hampshire, and we're located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings. We have got everything you're looking for. Disposables. Look at these Escobars. These things are amazing. 2,500 puffs for 25 bucks. Best disposable on the market. RPM 80. Great device. They've updated it again, and it just works even better every time they upgrade it. New Nord 4. That's right. Nord 4. Amazing, amazing device. Double the airflow. It is perfect for everything you want to vape. Uh, high nicotine, low nicotine. It doesn't matter. These devices are going to do what you need them to do. Um, and you can only get this stuff at New Hampshire Vape Gallery. I know you could probably go to another vape shop, but that's not New Hampshire Vape Gallery. You're not going to get the service. You're not going to get the knowledge. You're not going to get the customer help that you need from the person behind the counter at any other vape shop on the planet i guarantee so come on down and come on in to new hampshire vape gallery located at 180 lafayette road seabrook new hampshire down the street from home depot and next to smoke rings where we're open seven days a week from 10 30 to 8 p.m and feel free give us a call 603-814-4171 and I look forward to seeing you there. Do you love organically made products? Do you enjoy supporting small business? Well, you can do both of those things right here at naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. That's right. They have got five of the most amazing organically made products I have ever used. Their number one to me is the hand sanitizer. I use it when I go in and out of every store still to this day a year later to keep my hands clean, COVID, and flu-free. They all, It also allows me to use it right after I get out of the store so that I can start driving to my next location and my hands don't stick to my steering wheel. It's just an absolutely amazing product. They also have a salve. That is great for dry skin. They've got a lip balm to keep your lips moist all year round. They've, it's also got um, UV protection. So this is going to keep your lips safe from the sun too, right? Keep them moist, keep them safe from the sun. This lip balm is going to do that for you. Their beard oil, it's great for keeping the snarls out of the beard and keeping it shiny. Then they've got a foot and body soak. So if you're looking for a nice, relaxing way to end the day, this foot and body soak is the way. 
And you can only get all of these products at naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. Looking for some new clothes, new sweatpants, new hats, new gloves. Kids need new clothes for school. This is where to get it. Slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. I love this website. They have high-quality prints on high-quality products that last wash after wash after wash. Their women's leggings are printed from ankle to hip with the greatest brightly colored prints I've ever seen. They have kids' clothes. The kids will be the talk of the school this year. Get them some slow-down T-shirts. They're so cute, amazing, colorful, and everybody's going to want one once they see them on your kids. I'm telling you, this these products, are they speak for themselves, right? I got gloves that are great for yard work, working on my car, dirt biking, four-wheeling, whatever you want to use them for. Maybe you just need some new socks. They got flannels. They've got board shorts. They don't stop producing products time and time again. There's more to choose from now than there was even six months ago. It's great to see this company growing. They've just updated their entire website with all the new stuff up top. And then, of course, this selection does not stop. Look at the winter hats, the neck gaiters, the trucker hats, the jerseys, women's leggings. Again, I'm telling you, these products uh, speak for themselves. And you can only get them here at slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. You're not sure how to spell that? It's right here at the bottom of the screen. And now, back to the show. I don't know. Like I said, I'm spitballing because that's the that's the thing. I can say I don't know, but for some reason, our news and our our our, our doctors and all these scientists and stuff, nobody wants to say they don't know. And I find that to be extremely frustrating because it's like if you don't have all the science, then you don't know, and it's okay not to know. But stop telling everybody that you can get vaccinated and take the mask off because now that's not true. And now with the man mask mandate lifted, which I was completely against in the first place because our government is not supposed to be making those type of decisions for us. So we should have been mandating the masks on our own for our safety which we have to do now because people think that if they get vaccinated, they can just take the mask off and then they can go into a store. Well, you can't because there's so much stuff that hasn't been answered yet. If you're vaccinated and you, I don't know how they, say this in, wor- in, in in specific words but what I've what I've what I've heard is you get covid right but you're vaccinated so you don't know you have covid is what I believe they used to say you could spread it so if you're not wearing a mask you're spreading it so now you have to wear a mask just in case 
a vaccinated person catches COVID but doesn't know that they have it. I'm like, what? This makes no sense. So you're telling me if I get vaccinated, I still have to wear a mask? But then you're telling me if I go get vaccinated, I can take the mask off. But now the mask mandate's gone, but now you're, but now all the stores have to keep the mask mandate in place because you can't be inside without a mask because that's how it spreads. So it's like too much, too many different stories, too many scenarios to choose from. You know, so this is why I say we just need to slow down, take our time, breathe, and I believe we will get through this. I just don't know when. I don't know how. But I will tell you right now, you know, I, 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 our vape shop is a 10 by 10 box. Nobody can shop in there without a mask. You know what I mean? So everybody that comes in the store has got to wear their mask because you can't social distance in the store. It's physically impossible. As soon as you walk in, you're less than six feet away from somebody else. So we have to keep reinforcing the mask wearing inside the shop, which is going to upset people, you know, but it doesn't matter because it doesn't, because no matter what store you go to, no matter what vape shop you walk into, every single store I walked into on Sunday, they had moved their mandatory mask signs from like the back of the door all the way to the front. And some of the stores doubled the size of the sign. I'm just like, this is... (laughs) So, my thoughts are, we are either A, going to figure out how to live with this and move on, or everybody is going to give up, eventually get it, and it's going to take out who it takes out, and it's going to leave who it leaves. There's really only two ways this is going to go down. And I am going to be one of those people still wearing my mask, still washing my hands, and still staying the fuck away from people until I feel comfortable or until we figure out how to live with this um, without the mask, which I don't know if it's possible. If COVID is always going to be around, aren't we always going to have to worry about it spreading? You know, it's such a troubling, frustrating time, and I'm not trying to bring anybody down. I'm just trying to bring light to the questions that are in my head that I feel like need to be answered. You know, give me data. Well, I can't give you data. We need time to gather the data. Oh, okay. Well, then... How much time? Well, like I said, a year ago, we thought this virus was going to kill everybody. Here we are. We know it's not. So I figure another year before they figure this out with the vaccine. So I'm keeping my fingers crossed that 2022 is still the year because I wanted to place a bet on it. 
And uh, I was actually going to call, um, you know, the, my bookie or whatever the frig those guys are and uh, see if they see if there's any open bets for 2022, you know, no mask wearing. Because I'm sure there's bets on it. As, I mean, there's gambling everywhere. So I was like, I want to put my money down on 2022 and then all this bullshit happened. And I was like, ooh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's longer, you know. And it's just like also thinking about the economic wave, you know. Uh, you think there's homeless people now? I mean, they just they just cleared out a few areas in Manchester where they were, you know, go, go getting further onto private property and stuff like that. But it's like, man, I don't think we've seen anything yet. I don't think it's over. I don't. I, I don't. A lot of people have said, oh, well, we're getting back to work. There's jobs again. Da, 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 da. We're good. And I'm like, are we? How many people have hung on by a thread, you know, and, and, and it's just going to take them maybe a little bit longer to bounce back from this than, you know, other people. I don't know. I just, I feel for you know, everybody out there, because this is, it's like an uncertain world we're in right now. And I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to feel. I just know that I don't think it's going to be good. I don't think, I think we're going to see even more people without homes and more people without pro with, uh, with, without jobs. We just haven't seen it yet because you know, they did certain things for landlords and renters, and then there's squatting, and then you got everything takes time, right? If you got a squatter in your apartment, and I have a friend that dealt with this personally, it was like eight months before he got his apartment back. Like, the laws are so on the squatter's side that it fucks over the landlord, and then he can't get his rent. He can't kick them out, so he's stuck paying the mortgage on that. Now, that wasn't something that happened but during COVID times. That was much earlier than COVID times. But all the laws are in place for the tenant, not the renter. So it just eventually those people are, are going to have to get out, you know, however that happens. But how many landlords tried to hang on to their places and those went under, right? And now there's no landlord over that apartment and that apartment's got, uh, say it's a three split duplex or a, that doesn't make any sense. A duplex is two. So it's, it's three condos, right? It's three, three places where people can live. All those people haven't been paying rent. That landlord never paid his rent, but the landlord filed bankruptcy, and lost the property. So now the property goes to the bank, but the bank can't kick those people out either for, for an extended amount of time. And if I'm talking out of term, just send me an email. Let me know. You know, uh, you can call me dead wrong. It's fine. I like it. I want people to interact anyways. Please enlighten me. If I'm saying something that you disagree with or maybe you have more information on, please send it my way. That would be great. I love learning, you know, but this is my thoughts. This is where my brain goes. But what happens to all three of those people once the bank comes in and takes that apartment? 
Now you got three families that haven't been out on the streets up until today, let's say, and then boom, all of a sudden tomorrow, all three of those families are out on the street. How many people are going to go through that by the end of this year? They said that the economic wave from COVID-19 is going to take two to three years to hit us. Well, this is only year one. Right? I mean, are we counting 2019? I don't think so. I think we're counting 2020, 2021, and then 2022. So we're going to see a whole bunch of shit by the end of this year is what I think. And it's just crazy. These are the things that go on in my head because I don't know. I don't know what to believe. I don't know what to read. I don't know what sources are legitimate anymore. So I read stuff and then I have to question it because I'm like, well, they're making it sound too good or they're making it sound way too bad. So it's like, I just want to find out what it actually is. You know, it's so hard to, and I'm sure a lot of you out there can agree with me on this. It's so hard to, like, click on anything anymore. It's so hard. I see a news article article that catches my eye, and I go, ooh, don't click that. Like, but I want to read the article. Well, I got to go find the article somewhere else. I can't click it off of the news feed off of Internet Explorer or off of uh, uh, Google Chrome. Like, if you got a news feed that's constantly flipping um, articles, you, you can't click those. Those are clickbait. Those articles are written for you to click. And then you click in, you want to read the story, but then you have to subscribe in order to read the story. And then, if you don't subscribe, you don't get to go any further with the story. That's evident. But if you go into a news article, right, and they allow you to keep reading it, now it's one of those friggin' stupid things where you read a paragraph, and then you have to click the next button, and it's another paragraph, and you click the next button, and it's another paragraph, and none of the paragraphs actually are telling you what the what was in the in the, in the in the title, and then you get halfway through, and you still haven't read what you wanted to read, so you just click out of it, and now you've attached yourself to all of that, and so it's going to constantly feed your algorithm. It is. Awful. I think the way that our news is done today is awful. I think the way that all of our shit is being done today is awful. It's confusing. There's not enough info out there. And they're either trying to make it sound better than it is, or they're trying to make it sound three times, ten times worse than it actually is. They're never just being up front with us. And I find that to be so goddamn frustrating and I'm definitely not the person that can turn that around because I don't even know what if what I said today was accurate I'm not fact checking myself 
but I know for I know that what I say is true to me. So that's how that all went down, you know. <laughs> what a what a great way to have a Sunday. It was a good conversation though. I mean, it didn't get too heated. We're all pretty I don't know. We used to yell at each other to talk, and then as we all got older, I mean, we talk loudly, but we're not, like, yelling at each other and stuff like that. We don't really do that type of stuff anymore. So it does make it a little bit easier to have these type of conversations. You don't get the screaming, the yelling, and somebody freaking out. But this is what's going on in my head. This is what I've been thinking about all weekend, and I'm just torn. You know, I've talked to a few friends that are getting vaccinated. I've talked to a few friends that are on the fence, and then I've talked to a few people that are not getting it one iota. And I'm like, okay, so I got three different spectrums, and I can't make a decision for myself. It's crazy out there right now. It's absolutely crazy, and that's it. That's my rant for today. I got a few things lined up in here for you guys out there, I figure we'd do some current events, right? We'll tighten this one up. I know that I've been babbling on for quite some time. Um, but I did want to at least give you uh, close to a full episode along with the 420 bonus episode that came out on Tuesday, which I hope you've all seen by now. And I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you liked me smoking joints in the beginning with you and taking a dab rig on the way out. I had a lot of fun doing it, and I will let you know that I was super, super fucking high when I made that beginning and when I made that ending. And, of course, I was like Delta 8 stoned out of my fucking mind having that conversation with Tyler. So I just really hope you all enjoyed the bonus episode that I released on Tuesday this week. Um, it was a lot of fun to make. Um, I felt like things could have been better, but it's my own fault for being on Delta 8 and letting it go the way it did, which is why I wanted to show it to all of you because this is just what a podcast is. It's not scripted. It's not put together. It's a mess. And if your podcast isn't a mess, well, then you've been doing it for 10 years and you got it solid. But all the podcasts that I watch that are only a year or two old, this is it, man. We're just throwing shit at a fucking wall and seeing if it sticks. So I, I, I just appreciate everybody sticking with me through uh, all of these episodes and everything else. And um, this is what I got. I got a couple articles. Throw that up on the... The tube for you. And this one, you know, I love the Teslas. I think they're really cool. I've, oh, I, I want one really bad. I know I'm not going to be able to get one, but I do want one. You know, I can't get a charging station. I, I can't get half the shit you need to even have a Tesla at your house. But I really want one. I love the fact that, like, um, they're quiet. I like the fact that there's no gasoline to put in them. I like all that simplicity. And, uh, you know, plus I've also got a car that burns oil and I'm constantly filling it up every two days. And it's just a nightmare, but I have to hang on to it for a year before I can actually get a new car. But this Tesla was 
Um, in a fatal crash with two people in it, and uh, I guess they checked it out, and there was no one in the driver's seat, which is so crazy to me. But here's what um, and this is only a minute long, so this is what. The- Turn that down. Isn't that crazy? Look at that. Right? Oh, wait a minute. I, will, I thought they were done. Sorry. CNN has reached out to Tesla for comment, and they didn't get one. Is that really a shock? I mean, are we really surprised that Tesla didn't? Oh, 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 sorry about that. Um, but are we really surprised that Tesla didn't reach out? Now, I'm, I'm going to say this right off the bat. I do not think it was Tesla's fault. There's no way it was Tesla's fault, right? There was nobody in the driver's seat. That's what they're saying. That's probably exactly what they're going to find out. And that is the stupidity of the people in the car. Okay? They're saying that self-driving vehicles are at least 10 years away. Full self-driving vehicles. These vehicles that we have today, yes, of course, this Tesla, I know, it's self-driving. You can take your hands off the wheel. We've seen people sleeping behind the wheel, and so you can stick an orange or a weight, and there's all kinds of hacks. Guess what? They're hacks because you're not supposed to be able to do this yet. You should be awake and alert behind the goddamn wheel of any vehicle today. I don't understand what the problem is. Get the fuck off your phone and drive. Pay attention to the friggin' road and the people around you. I do not know what has happened since COVID, but I swear to God, everybody has forgotten stoplights, speed limits, uh, stop signs, yields, how to use a four-way stop. No one knows how to use a fucking center lane. It blows my mind. It blows my mind. I, at the vape shop, we have a two-lane road with a center lane, right? Everybody gets in the center lane like they're on the fucking highway on an on-ramp. It makes no sense. I don't get it. That's not what that's for. It's not meant for traveling. It's meant for you to get out of that entrance and then get into the center lane so that traffic can pass you on both sides. You're supposed to stop, and if you want to get out, you put your blinker on and you wait for a goddamn opening. Then you get out. You don't just pull into the center lane, speed up, and then cut in front of somebody. It 
blows my mind. What are we teaching? Like, I, I can't remember going to driver's ed and being taught how the center lane works. I do not remember that. So do we not teach people how to use the center lane? And that's why nobody knows how to use it? Or is it just that nobody gives a fuck anymore and they just don't care about other people or what's right away or paying attention and the phone has become so goddamn important now that, like, I watched them redo two highways in Manchester and on 101. So two separate highways. One was in Manchester, one was in one, one was 101 um, uh, Auburn area over there. <clears throat> but they're redoing these highways, right? And they're redoing the guardrails. Not even a week after the guardrails are finished, they... Oop, sorry. I'll have to cut that out. Something just happened. I'll have to cut that out. Shit. But, so, are they... What happened? I just lost my train of thought because of that. Shit. Um, but, yeah, so they... The, are people cheat? Getting taught these things? I don't think so. I don't think so. But I do know that there's more people with their heads down in their car than I have ever seen in my life. And it seems like, you know, they're using the guardrail as a bumper. I mean, I have never seen so many guardrails get replaced, get damaged real quickly, and then have to be replaced again. It's crazy out there i do i don't know what happened but our roads are so much more dangerous today than they were a year ago it's like everybody came out of their house and they all forgot how to drive it's crazy to me so unfortunately for these two i don't feel bad for them and I didn't bring it up to like show uh, to shine to to put shade on Tesla. I brought it up because everybody's being fucking stupid behind the wheel. And this is a great proof. This is proof that people are being dumb. How much you want to bet those two dumb dumbs got into that car that day and they were like, "Hey, you, you tired, I'm tired, or I'm hungover. You hungover, or let's let's drink on the way. You know what I mean? Like something came up, and they thought it was a great idea to put this Tesla in drive and be like, autopilot, it knows what it's doing. But I think they forgot about the main part of all these vehicles that stop assist, lane assist, and uh, do the autopilot. So that's Tesla, Honda, all of these cars. Guess what they need in order to work? Lines. Without lines on the road, their functions are useless. Now, I've driven many cul-de-sacs. I even lived on a cul-de-sac at one point. Guess what's not on that cul-de-sac? Lines. There's no lines on a cul-de-sac. So, I'm putting my own puzzle together, and I think these guys had a great idea 
to get some extra sleep before they went wherever they were going. And somehow the car thought it was going a specific way and it accidentally took a wrong turn. Like when, um, what is that? Maps? The one with the little ghost? Not the Google Maps. Waze. Waze. I don't know if you've ever used Waze. I used to use Waze when I would Uber, and it would send me some down some of the darkest, nastiest areas that it thought was a shortcut, and I wind up in a dead end behind a building in Boston that's unlit, and you just got randos crawling around. And I was like, where did this thing just send me? What's going on? I feel like something like that happened. That car just did what it was supposed to. It thought if it went this way, it was going to be a shorter route. And it turns out it wasn't. It was a cul-de-sac. But then when the lines disappeared, so did the car's vision, sending it into trees, bushes, whatever it was, and killing these two morons. So... Please, if you're out there on the road, calm down, right? You haven't been able to go anywhere for a year. You don't need to be in a rush to go somewhere today, all right? You're going to get there. So that was Article 1. Um, let's see here. Where's my mouse? Mousey, mousey, mouse. All right. Um, we'll click that one off. See, fourth wall, fourth wall. So I wanted to talk about uh, Krista Mikhailov. Mikhailov. Oh my God, I I don't know how to pronounce her name, and I'm McAuliffe. And I wanted to do like it. I'm trying to do some spacey stuff, right? And this has been 34 years since. The Challenger exploded. Now, there is a Netflix that I have not seen yet. Now, this article was written September 17th of 2020. So, I'm assuming that it came out right around the same time. Why else would they be talking about it? Um, But one of the things that I found very interesting is that Um, it doesn't show a lot of new information on the documentary. Um, it's more of a repeat of what we learned in school. Um, I, I, I was, uh, let's see, this happened January 29th, um, right? January 29th, 1986, I think is when this happened, um, and I was, well, I was in January 20, no, 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 that's not that. Get to the, this is what happens when you do stuff without people. January 28th, 1986, sorry. So, I was seven years old, and I remember, um, I, don't, I don't remember, I don't know if we were watching it in school, I don't know. Um, I was seven, so I was still in Massachusetts. 
and I'm not sure if we had, you know, capability of watching the live TV. We might have been. It may not have been a school day. Um, but I do remember when it blew up. It was a big deal in school. Giant, giant deal. Um, that's when we started talking uh, more NASA stuff. And then, you know, we, we did, uh, you know, what's that thing where you, you like honor them. So we were learning about her in school. She was a professor in New Hampshire, blah, 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 blah. So lots of stuff going on. So when I moved from Massachusetts to New Hampshire, it was giant here. Like, everybody was talking about her. Everybody was mourning her. The teachers made, like, a full thing on it, and we had to learn all about uh, Krista Krista McAuliffe. So I, I just think that 34 years later, I mean, where we are today with this technology, I mean, the fact that they had to completely change everything about the space shuttle, I mean, the thing just tore apart 73 seconds after liftoff and killed everybody inside. It was a horrible, horrible day. And I'm not trying to bury you with horrible news, but this is life. This is what it is. This is how we learn. These are the mistakes that happened. This is what happened because of those mistakes. What did we learn from these mistakes, and what have we done to make sure that they don't happen again, right? So I'm hoping that people with Teslas don't get, be, don't get in the car without somebody behind the wheel. That's what we should have learned from that. What we learned from this was is they had to completely reconstruct, um, you know, the space shuttle, and um, now the space shuttles are even safer and they return you know and that's because of elon musk and stuff like that um i understand that but we had to learn from all these bad things that happened and i just thought it was really neat that you know i didn't realize it had been 34 years i was looking for this documentary the other day and a customer told me it was new and uh yeah there's no way this doc is New. It's definitely from 2020, so I'm going to have to scroll through and look for it. But I wanted to tell you about it. I think it's very interesting. I love, I've always loved space travel. I think when we're all young, we either want to be a cop, a firefighter, or an astronaut. Seemed like when, when I, my generation was younger, that was the three things that everybody picked. That was like what we were going to be. I have no idea what the kids want to be today. They probably don't even say half of those things. They, they probably don't even say any of them. They're probably like, I want to be a TikTok star or I want to be on YouTube. You know what I mean? Everything is so different now. And there's so many different ways to get into so many things that like uh, it's not very limited like it was when I was a kid. When I was a kid, none of this existed. This was not here. It was not an option. So those were the three most popular options when we were kids. I bet you they're not even popular options anymore at all. So it's just crazy to me. But, you know, 34 years, remember. And um, I think uh, I think it's good to remember, you know. I think it's good to remember. I think it's good, good to look back on our history and it's good to learn from it. And, and, and remember, remember that these things can happen. And then my... 
for a fun story in between this, um, yesterday, my wife decided to let everybody know that it has been 10 years since I got my license back. And I didn't even know that. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, you've had your license for 10 years. I'm like, whoa. That, I will tell you, is a milestone. Because I've never held my license for that long. Well, I've never held my license consecutively that long. I think that's what I'm going for. But yeah, 10 years since I got my license back. So I got my license back 2011, uh, April 18th. And um, it felt really good to hear that. It felt really good to know that I finally stopped doing all the stupid shit I used to do. And it's nice to know that, you know, I'm more of a reliable person today than I ever thought I would be. So it was just really cool. I was like, wow, really 10 years have gone by. Oh man, that is that is something. So that was one of my milestones yesterday that I didn't even know I had until my wife pointed it out. So I've had my license for 10 years now since I got it back. So it felt really good to hear that. Um, let's see here. Next is... What is this? Oh, yeah, that's right. A helicopter on Mars. Yes. Anybody else excited for this? I think this shit's awesome. I don't think I have any videos or anything, but I'll take a look and see if I did. Um, nope. Nope. These tabs are open for no reason. Let's see if we got a video, shall we? Hey, we got a video. Let's check it out. So this is the little helicopter, and I think you can see him. Oh, wait a minute. I got a point here. Oh, I can't even point at it. So stupid. So here it goes. I think you can see my pointer. That's what I'm supposed to do. It got 10 feet off the ground. And um, it wasn't for very long, but that's not the point. The point of this is, is that this is the very first aircraft to take flight on another planet. So this means this little robot, this little helicopter is going to be able to fly around Mars. Now, my only question is, is that they kept talking about battery life. So the battery life of this thing, or the thing that they sent up there, and maybe this is part of it, there was something about it going into, like, some critical mode, or it was going to have to go into hibernation mode, before the battery died. And I don't know if this is part of that little robot that was sent up there to do all the, the rover 
you know, rolling around. Maybe this is part of it, and it detaches from the rover, and then it gets to fly, and it's going to go around and take more pictures. Um, but how long does that battery life last? You know, how long does that last? And I don't know. I, I do not know. But I think it's really, really cool that we're doing all this stuff. You know, everybody talked about uh, the moon landing and this and that. And, I mean, you watch those moon landing videos and you you know all that stuff was not recorded on the moon. You know, watching the guys walk out of the ship. How did that, how did they get that camera shot? You know what I mean? So you know that, yes, we probably went to the moon. But you know that the footage that we watch is not the actual footage from the moon. Like, they had to reenact that, you know, because they didn't have cameras that they could take up with them in space in the, in the 60s. There's just no fucking way. Cameras were like the size of my table. They couldn't get that up there. You know what I mean? So now... You could replicate this. I agree. Green screen, computer animation. But I think this is real. Right? I watched the rover go up because it was super exciting. Watched the rover land. I've listened to the sounds of it rolling around on Mars. I've seen some videos and some snapshots of it rolling around on Mars. And now we have a helicopter that is flying on Mars. So getting closer and closer to maybe discovering whether or not this planet have water. Not sure if it's the most important thing, but it is fun. You know, know, at the end of the day, I think the most important thing is taking care of our own goddamn planet. I mean, I don't know about you. But even if I could go to Mars, I'm not going to go without a return ticket. And there's no return ticket from what I've heard. I hear that they're trying to make it so that you can return back to Earth. But it's a six-month journey to Mars. You better be staying there for at least a year or two. You know, if you're going to make the journey for six months. But it's like, once you get there... How do you get the fuel to go back? So lots of questions. I don't know how to get them answered, but I'm like, this is exciting uh, to me. So that's what's going on with me this week. That's the podcast. That's the current events. You know, just trying to have fun with all of this, trying to get my... um, just trying to get used to using these programs and showing you guys this stuff and kind of going over my own thoughts about things. And I'm just having fun. And I hope you're having fun too. All right. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast as much as you enjoy the 420 podcast. And just remember hit that subscribe button, smash that like button. Remember to set those alarms so you know as soon as the new episodes upload. 
and rate and review, comment. All of that stuff helps push this thing to the top. It helps me coming back week after week. Make sure you check out all my sponsors. That helps the podcast grow as well. Very important. Um, and I do appreciate everybody who's using the sponsors. Thank you so much. Um, and then, of course, uh, T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. That's the official email of the podcast. Send over your stories, your friends' stories. You got questions. You need advice. You just want to get a conversation started. Maybe you want to get on the podcast and have a Zoom. Let's figure that out. But the only way we can do it is if you send it over to the email. T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. I would love to get that started with any of you out there. All right. So just send it on over to the email. And then, as always, you can follow me on social media. That's going to be Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Again, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, Facebook. Uh, follow me on social media. Uh, great way to get more content throughout the week. I know it's not always exciting, but I try to be motivating. That's what I try to do. I'm trying to motivate people to get up off the couch um, and move and do stuff because when you move your body, it feels great. So I thank everybody as always. Um, I hope you have a wonderful rest of uh, your Thursday. I hope you had a great 420. Um, I hope you enjoy your weekend. And as always, I'll talk to you later. <laughs>